0: Welcome to the Mission Driven Mom podcast. This podcast is for moms just like you, who want to learn how to glorify God through finding and embracing true principles, discovering and developing your greatest gifts, and using them to serve your family and community. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Audrey Renlisbacher, author of The Mission Driven Life and founder of The Mission Driven Mom. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for sharing out the podcast and doing reviews. And for those that have already joined the mission of mom mastermind Facebook group, I'd love to hear your comments and questions around the material. I'm going to talk about today, but we'll be covering this throughout the next week, discussing it and doing other Facebook lives. And so we have some really fun stuff coming up that we're going to launch in the next few weeks. And this podcast today is a little bit of an introduction to that and cat- catalyst for that. So please join that mastermind group so you can be part of what we're going to do moving forward. I'll give you more details as we, as we put more podcasts out. But today, I'm going to give a response to. I'm going to do more of these in the future. If there are certain things that you would like me to do a response to, please tell me about them in the Facebook group and I also want to start doing some Q and A's based around your specific questions and concerns and so please also pop those in the Facebook group and I can collect those and do some question and answer podcasts as well. We also hope um, over the next few months to start having some interviews with some awesome people so look forward to that but today I'm going to do a response to the secret. Now this is a little movie that came out in 2006, it was was quite a while ago. Some of you may have heard of it, some of you may not have heard of it and it might seem a little strange and just out of place for me to be doing it now but it was something that had a big influence on us and I bought it and it's something that I have had kind of a love-hate relationship with which I'll explain to you (laughs) today. Because it teaches truth, but it leaves out truth. And so it's it's an interesting little movie. I don't know. You can't really call it a documentary. Um, and it was also turned into a book that's putting forward certain ideas that are popular today but I wanna put them in a certain context and just kind of, you'll understand what I I mean as we go through this. So I'm gonna kind of take you from beginning to the end of this secret movie and talk about, give you lots of quotes, tell you some of the people that were interviewed and showed on this, and then some of my responses to what's there and what's not there. So there was a woman, I think she must've been from Australia, who was at a really hard place in her life and her daughter handed a book. Now I found out later, I'm pretty sure the book that she was handed is the science of getting rich by Wallace Wattles. And we will probably spend a little time with that book later in, in the Facebook group with some of the stuff we have coming up that we're going to launch. In the meantime, she got this book totally changed our life and she decided she wanted to get the quote, the secret out there. So she started, she read a whole bunch of different books, she read some history, she found some famous people living now today who teach this and she decided she was gonna get them all on camera and she was gonna launch this movie. I think it made her a multimillionaire pretty quickly. She got it all done in like a year and went from just, you know, moderately financially okay to really wealthy Kind of trying to live the secret th- through making the secret movie. One of the things that this movie does is talk about the secret as something that has been intentionally hidden and suppressed. Now, if you've read history, it's not true. <laughs> All those. Now, maybe she means they haven't shown up in the classroom in the last generation or two, which is true because we've removed classics from the schoolroom. If we had access to them, we would have seen them there. But it's in great works of history. It's, it's part of most of the religious traditions. It's definitely present all throughout the Bible. And so there, that's how it kind of starts out. And then she gets these people. Here's some of the people that she interviews in this little docu- documentary movie. Bob Doyle, Bob Proctor, Marie Diamond. Dr. Michael Beckwith, Jack Canfield, John Asaraf, Lisa Nichols, Mike Dooley, Joe Vitale, Bill Harris. And there's a few others that I didn't write down. Those are some of the names. If you're interested, you can go look some of them up and, and find out some about them. Some of them are scientists. Some of them are uh, spiritual leaders. Some of them are authors, philosophers, life coaches, stuff like that. So they start out with something that I really do like about how we're all working with infinite power and they actually say natural laws of the universe. And in fact, there's this one particular quote where he says, the natural laws of the universe are so precise that we can go to the moon and plan our landing with exact precision. And so they're setting this up to be, to help us understand that there are natural laws that those laws are in action all the time around us and they're very precise to build encouragement and hope that what they're gonna teach us, we could apply and it could work in our own lives. Basically stated, they say that the secret that they're promulgating is the law of attraction. We've all heard of it a jillion times and it's something that is an important law of nature. There are other components to it, they teach some ways to apply it, they talk about all the different aspects of it, which I'll get into with you, and basically, it's the idea that the images that we hold in our minds, and the thoughts that we entertain, and the emotions that we encourage, create our lives. I really like some of these things they say at the beginning that really are true, that thoughts have frequency, you can actually put, you know, monitors on someone's brain and have them think things, and they will, they have waves, they have frequency, they have energy, energy is a big part of all of it, they have power because they are things, thoughts are things is a big point they're trying to make, that we are creators, That we're always creating, creation is always happening, we're always in action, and that we're always creating what we want or what we don't want based on these dominant ideas that you focus on. In fact, one of them says, when you focus with a lot of passion, it happens faster. So they do a good job of explaining that this is a natural law, that it's always in force, that you, one of the quantum physicists even says, you can't have a universe without a mind shaping it, which I think is very fascinating as I get into a little bit more of what's there and what's not there. Keep that little quote in mind because his point that he's making is that we're always fashioning the universe that, and our world goes on as it goes on until man interacts with it and causes it to behave in a certain way. Another point that they make that's really powerful is that it's been scientifically proven that positive thoughts are a hundred times or more, more powerful than negative thoughts. Now, of course, for me, the reason for this is that what's positive is actually what's real, because God is the creator of all the good, and he is what is ultimately real. And so That means that what's real comes from God and it's positive, optimistic, hopeful, faithful. Moving in a positive direction, creating and progressing. Also, they emphasize that there is a time delay. Thoughts don't appear right away as we think about things. Things don't change just overnight. We have to wait. And that's the exercise of faith, which they don't talk about. And one of the key things about my response to this particular video is that there are certain things that they do talk about and certain things that they don't talk about or they talk about them in a little bit of a morally confusing way. And that's why videos like this can be very powerful, but they can also wind up being morally confusing. So It's very empowering, this whole first part of the video. You got to choose your thoughts carefully. You are the masterpiece of your own life, one of them says. You are the David. You are sculpting. What you're creating is you. I absolutely loved that. They also go on to say that we've attracted all the circumstances that we find ourselves in. We need to accept this. And once we do, it's life transforming. And I love that because it's about being proactive. It's about taking responsibility, which we talk a lot about in the Mission Driven Mom Academy. Then they go on to explain that we have too many thoughts. We couldn't control all of our thoughts. And so our feelings are feedback. When we have emotions, it's a feedback mechanism that's telling us that our thoughts are wrong. Because our thoughts generate our emotions. Even though we often don't know what we're thinking, we know how we're feeling. The feeling is always very present. So we have to do the work of climbing back and finding out what those thoughts were that created the emotion that you're currently having. In fact, one of them says, you're getting what you're feeling about. So all this introduction, there's a law of attraction, it's a natural law, it's in force, you've gotta work with it or it's gonna kind of destroy you, is all really fantastic stuff and really true. Then the next part comes into play where they talk about the secret as being like a genie. That we have, another way that they talk about it is that there's like an, an order form that we can give to the universe, it's unlimited, we can order whatever we want. We can literally have and get and do whatever we want. And that's what the creative process is. We have to generate the feelings of having the things now. And then there's a three-step process that they talk about. The first thing is to ask. The universe is a catalog. Just place your order. Then believe it's already yours. Have unwavering faith. We don't need to know how we're going to get it. We just need to believe it. And then the third thing is just to receive it to feel good and, and be happy. So there was a little red flag that went off. me right here about actions and actions not being part of the equation here. Now later on, they actually do mention a few instances where we have to act and acting is important. It's fascinating to me that it wasn't part of this three-step process in the beginning. The example that they give of this three-step process is a little boy who just cuts a bike out of a magazine and just imagines that he has it and then his grandpa shows up with it and he just has to receive it there's actually no action required on his part which I think is absolutely contrary to natural law they'll say finally they say sometimes every once in a while action is required but those actions will always feel good Don't delay, don't doubt, that's all you have to do and you'll be, it'll be attracted to you and you'll be attracted to it. So in this segment, there's definitely this idea that we don't have to do anything to receive what we want. And I wanna point out right here, one of the key things that's missing Now this video is exactly what we talk about in the MDM Academy around what's called cosmic humanism. It's a very predominant worldview today that we learn about in level three. And this movie really exemplifies what cosmic humanism is all about because it's transcendent. They talk about us as spiritual beings, we're precious, we're eternal. We have energy, we're basically kind of God and embryo, but there's no lawgiver. There's law, but there's no lawgiver. And one of the things that's and I'll talk about that a little bit more later, but one of the things that's really missing here early on is this idea that actions really not required. And yet when they tell their stories of having things manifest in their lives, there were always actions that they had to take. And even though they mention it slightly, every once in a while it's not brought forward as a dominant part of the process it is true that we can ask and it is true that we have to believe and it is true that as we believe ideas will come but it is absolutely essential that we act in conjunction with the inspired ideas that we have in conjunction with the thing that we've asked for But one of the major faults of cosmic humanism that's really brought to the forefront in this video is that all things that people might want are talked about as being on an equal plane. That's really critical to notice because so often what we notice is what's presented to us and we don't stop and think about what was left out what's left out of this whole movie and in cosmic humanism in general and when we talk about envisioning and when we talk about goal setting and when we talk about faith and visualizing the idea that all things are equal anything you want place your order they're all of equal value is simply not a true principle some activities and actions are will produce more lasting happiness than others and some are required in order to produce results one of the things they talk about over and over again is feeling good feeling good feeling good and every part of the process will feel good and you'll be happy all the time life will be perfect all the time as if we can eradicate suffering as a part of this world and as if every single thing that ever happens to us is completely within our control And that all we have to do is just ask and believe and receive. I watched a video recently about uh, a man who is is a porn star. Given everything that's presented in this movie, him wanting to do that was every bit as valid, as joyful, as fulfilling as what Mother Teresa did. It was his joy, it was his bliss, it's what he asked the universe for. It gives him so much fulfillment, he loves doing it. It's so pleasurable, he feels really good. He feels good, so he should keep doing it. He should keep asking for it. He should keep wanting it. And that's something that we're gonna address in, in these activities, and these Facebook Lives that we're gonna start doing, that we're gonna announce in the next couple of weeks that tie back into this podcast. It's something that we're going to address at our celebration event this fall on September 12th. I really hope you're going to be there when we talk about visualizing because so much of the literature that's out there and the hype and the help that's out there, they're teaching many things that are true and they're living true principles and getting results. They're visualizing, they're believing, and they're getting results, but they're doing it in a godless way without all of the principles at play and teaching it as if what everybody wants is just as good as what anybody else would want. And that the primary objective is to feel good, to f- have pleasure, that the whole process will be joyful and if it's not, then you're doing something wrong. And that those concepts taught in that way are so confusing. They're confusing morally, they're confusing emotionally, and they don't reflect the, the actual experience going through it. So. Then they go into specific areas. Jack Canfield tells an incredible story about how we went from $8,000 a year to $100,000 a year. He did visualize, but he acted and he worked hard. He did a lot of acting. He put his goal down. He believed it without any doubt for 30 days. He had an idea that he could sell a book that he'd already written. And then he attracted those things. He believed that he could get he had a speaking engagement, he'd already done work in the past and then he got an interview and then the article came out and the article helped him and they had but they had to they had to do a lot of work. They had to fill the orders, they had to you know he had to act on all those things. And so that's a big part of it. But anyway they talk about that with money that one of the things i do like about it is that over and over again there's this idea that the universe is abundant that we're meant to be happy and fulfilled that we should that positivity and abundance are what's real and i do believe that god wants us to be abundant and he wants us to predominantly enjoy our experience but we are here to learn and we are here to grow we are here to sometimes suffer and see what we'll do with our suffering there's incredible stories told in the health section about a woman curing herself of cancer about another man this miraculous story of being in a plane crash and he was crippled from the neck down and through the power of his belief he was inspired he talks about uh, hearing a voice that told him to breathe deeply he did that anyway he healed incredible incredible stories that are really amazing and really inspiring and it really does hype you up and it really does help you feel like I can do this and, and, and for that reason, things like this are worth watching and worth reading because they remind us that we are fashioning our lives and they remind us that our thoughts and emotions do matter and they remind us that we should participate in these principles that bring results. Now, another important thing that they say is that The more you talk about what you don't want the more you create it and that is also absolutely true many of us continue to perpetuate the problems in our lives that we don't want because of our lack of intention and visualization and vision that's why we want to be mothers of vision and that's why we're doing that for our event this year and we're going to concentrate on it all day long and come away with a whole action plan around these principles but we're going to do something better we're going to layer god on it We're going to reinsert the spiritual component that's missing from it and the lawgiver that created the law. And there's an incredible amount of of richness and clarity that comes when you have the whole picture presented to you in that way. Now, near the end of this video, one of the men, Neil Donald Walsh is his name. He says, there's no blackboard in the sky where it's written that God has a mission for you in mind. There's no mission. Your mission is what you say it is. No one's going to stand in judgment of you or of your mission ever at any point. Again, giving complete license to do whatever we might feel like doing, to think up whatever, to put our order into the universe, like they've been saying and i don't want to de-emphasize the good that's in the video and the truths that are in the video and the incredible lives that these men and women have led and the good that they teach and the good that they do i don't mean that at all because so many of these principles are true and they're right when they say that religious and pious people often don't live the true principles they have at their fingertips jesus said ask and you shall receive there is a lot of truth in what these men and women teach it is the principle of faith It is the fact that we are children of God, that we have God in us, that we are creators, that we are meant to to create, that we are always creating, that we can't not create. And so we have to be intentional about what we create in the lives that we live. But this idea that they talk specifically about Everything is energy. In fact, one of the guys says specifically, okay, when I go to a, a physicist and ask them to describe energy, they say all these things. And then I go to a, a, a theologist and ask them to describe God, and they use the exact same descriptors. In other words, God is just energy. We're energy. We are God. Um, God is manifest in human form through us, etc., cetera, et cetera, And it becomes very spiritually and morally confusing the way that they try to get into the spiritual realm around it because they're exiting God from the picture there's no submission there's no judgment there's no value uh, spectrum there's no choices that are better than other choices and of course we own this I haven't watched it for years and years but I kept thinking that I wanted to review it and talk to you about it a little bit in introduction to some of the things that we're going to do here because We want to be careful about the sources we're spending time in when we start to visualize and we start to plan our lives and we want to uh, be careful about that. It is true that we want to open the spectrum of possibilities for ourselves and we don't want to be self-limiting and we don't want to think that we know all the things that we're capable of. On the other hand, one of the things that I noticed near the end of this video was that I could not remember one b-roll clip you know they show all the little reenactments and all the video of all the people doing all the things there's very inspiring things climbing mountains and doing grand things i don't remember one clip of service i didn't remember one time when the thing that you decide to do that's for your bliss is actually for someone else it's for you too it's fulfilling to you There's no sense of sacrificing in a marriage, sacrificing for your children, doing things that aren't your favorite, because you must, in order to have a decent relationship, your relationship just can't be entirely about you being happy all the time. And then the very end of this movie is the original woman who had the movie made, walks out to the beach, she has a stick, she writes the words feel good and that's how the movie ends that we are meant to feel good that we're supposed to feel good all the time that the message is that we can't feel good all the time if we'll just do what it is that we want to do all the time and in a world that's especially in the west we're increasingly depressed there's more and more suicides I mean there's a lot of despair and we are we keep Sending God out of the room, and we keep pretending like we can teach truth without God, and we can talk about eternal, universal laws without a lawgiver, and it does not work. It does not generate the kind of fulfilling, joyful life that we're meant to have because there is always pain and suffering as part of that equation. It's just part of life. Anyway, that is my response to The Secret. It introduces us to some of the good and some of the bad about the current sources around being mothers of vision. So we're gonna clear this all out. We're gonna do some stuff um, in the Facebook group to prep you and to support you. And then we're gonna have this incredible event in the fall where we really hammer it all out in one day together thank you so much for joining me. If you want to engage with us more around this movie, you could go watch it and then come into the Facebook group this week and we'll continue our conversation around the secret. We'd love to talk to you more and answer your questions there. So please join the Mission Driven Mastermind Facebook group and I will see you next time.